Nope. I am not a master at relationships. <laughs> However, only by being in relationships can I learn to become one. It's not entirely easy to recognize the vastness of how crucial a relationship is. Yet, what are relationships really for? I'll be speaking to you here on multiple dimensions of what a relationship is and what it is for. Ultimately, the one relationship we do have, and which we all have, is our relationship with the totality of the universe. I often use Christian terminology. However, it is not likely that I sound as if I'm speaking about the same Christianity in which you are aware of. Here, today, we will be attempting to use relationships properly for the evolution of our consciousness, the evolution and healing and learning process in which this life and our lives throughout the eternities are building up to. So there are many variations of these ideas, even your one relationship you might be in, or a few, <laughs> has a greater picture, a higher purpose, a, a fulfillment that establishes in this lifetime of an eternal perspective. So while, yes, you may or may not have a relationship with a partner, a lover, you may have only relationships with co-workers or relationships with family members or the lack of or an animal or a plant. But relationships involve everything. It is how you deal with everything, everyone, every place and how you respond with it. I hope you can Join us today and follow into the depths of an eternal perspective of what and how to use a relationship properly. If you would like first-hand assistance in the spiritual perspective of your relationship, attempting to find peace and happiness within this relationship we can work with you this show is brought to you by conscious spirit coaching which is with myself you can find more information of that at openandclear.com also many other programs are available there openandclear.com let's go ahead and get started with what it means to have a relationship with the whole universe. <laughs> the real definition of a holy relationship. 
It's hard to imagine that I've not been a child anymore for quite some time. And I look at my, the situations in my life and how much I still act like a child. Perhaps you can relate with this. Maybe you're not aware of it entirely. But relationships, it's is a funny thing. Especially if you're talking about romantic relationships. As if you don't do these things until you're, you know, no longer a child. You're growing up. You're an adult now. Now you do these relationships in a romantic fashion. And it seems as if you shouldn't act as a child in this relationship as well. But how honest, if we got completely honest with ourselves and we looked at every moment and situation that we dealt with our relationships, specifically romantic, could we say that we weren't or aren't thinking and acting childish with something that's happening or going on. Assuming that there is something that you're not liking or approving of, possibly of your partner. Now this, as much as you may have come here to find some support or hopefully get some insight on your relationship, we don't want to be focused specifically on romantic relationships. As I've kind of discussed in the introduction, that it's almost crucial for a very healthy relationship to actually recognize that you're not only dealing with one other person or however many, that you're actually in a relationship with the totality of the universe. And if you enjoy the Christian terminology of it, you're in a relationship with God. You think of the omnipresence of such a being so vast and expansive that there isn't really a void where God is not and your partner is. That omnipresence actually means everywhere and in every location. And this includes within your partner and within yourself. There's no space where God is not and you then are. This life is a different perspective of that same idea of coming from an experience of not knowing this, not remembering this, and leading your way back by your own desire, like approving to yourself that it is in your nature and inevitable that you remember what it is that is within you. Specifically talking of this idea of God. Now, how often do you look at your partner and could see not just that they might be godly or amazing to you, but the actual presence of God. 
might be hard to see when they're doing something you don't want to do and you might be throwing something at the time kind of throwing a tantrum like a child would do now you might think you're above the understanding of someone thinking that the whole universe is actually in your partner but if you were to take those steps of what it took to recognize that you are not separate from the world around you and the universe around you, you it would be natural and easy to recognize this in your partner and that it's actually primitive to insist that your partner be separate from it to change the will of the universe to be its own in accordance with yours. Now we look at our partners and we think how they, sh they could be a little better or our lives could be a little better if they didn't act this way or act that way. And we forget that there is actually something in them that does have perfection, that is perfection. So this, as we're discussing here right now, is a training of our minds to actually accept a new way of thinking about who and what our partner is. So as much as we can use a relationship as this idea of a romantic relationship, we can use it to help us to see properly and then find happiness and the so-called peace of God. That it entails an utilizes the perspective of God that sees only itself for it knows where it is being everywhere. It knows its power being all powerful. It knows who it is being everyone. And it is perfectly content with every situation. So while you think you might need something different than what your partner has to offer, it might very well be that you do need something different. But at the same time, if you really did want to make it happen and make it work and be trained by the relationship, opposed to being training your partner, you can train and find that peace and love in this relationship regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what your partner does and how much they go against you or what you wanted to happen seems to be different than what is happening. You can't have an idea of what your partner is and they go outside of it for you never actually enjoyed the actual partner, but only a fantasy of who they were. Saying that you were so happy at one time with who they are and what kind of a person they are and what moral standards they have. And then they changed rapidly at some moment in your relationship and start doing things that you aren't approving of anymore. You loved an idea of that person, not that person, not that essence of who they are. 
and much like you would have and want to make a change in them. And you can say that change is from God within you and that you want to put it on to them and make sure that they change. You are justified in that as much as they are justified to not change. That you can say, because God is omnipresent and the universe is everywhere, that you know better, and but they know better as well. So you're kind of stuck in a situation and it's almost as if the only result is to get out. Surely if you do know better and they are not in correspondence with what you know, what you believe, then yeah, finding someone else might just be what you need. So that maybe one day after you go through that several times, getting in a relationship, getting out of it because they don't fit in your little standard and your box, eventually, little by little, that standard is going to change. You may not realize it, but the training, even as we're discussing here today, is happening every day. It's happening all the time. The willingness that you might have to accept someone like your partner a little bit more every day is an opening, a movement of that change and that shifting within you, of allowing simple things to let your, let them by. And you're opening up to a new possibility. While some using their Christian understanding or other understandings, think of this as, you know, letting in the devil as you just a little, little bit at a time and then all of you know, not all of a sudden, but 20 little bits at a time or 20 little bits later. Now you're a totally different person sinning and thinking it's okay. Now I can understand that justification that to establish control, but really that control is not about this other person, but that you have been under control. Yeah. You would say and be proud of how you can stay in control of yourself. But what is it that is that control and establishing that control there in you? While you have an idea of eternal damnation, possibly, or even just death or suffering, or even a comparison to a perfect relationship, you can see those things coming. And it is only fear of that possible pain that is keeping you from allowing and accepting not the other person, but the peace of God within yourself. You might think it's about the other person or other people. And in complete denial of the recognition that the peace that you don't have in your mind is actually up to you. That the only reason you would love and accept people, even as Jesus, is so that you can feel that love and acceptance for yourself. 
I know it seems as if one day they will understand and change because you surely you understand your fear of what is to come and the damnation that you could feel even if it be something as simple as death or loneliness this recognition of the responsibility of how you feel being your own you'll recognize that as you give someone acceptance you'll naturally feel accepted as much as you're willing to give it it's not something metaphysical but it can be explained in that way it can be explained in the a multitude of variations but something as simple as psychologically when you allow you feel allowed when you control you feel controlled what are you giving and offering to say your partner for it is most definite that you're feeling that same way you're recognizing that either before or after you're giving it even that idea of fear that you felt that pain of that fear and you wanted to protect them as much as you're protecting yourself by staying in control staying in obedience to that fear now there's so many things that we can apply this to and some things seem very justified in reasons to have fear and i would concur that it is to save the body and to protect the body and ensure the body's survival fear is justified we don't want that type of pain and that type of type of a circumstance leading to whatever situation that inevitable as we see it situation if we went down that road instead of questioning instead of doubting that maybe maybe things are different than i have insisted they have been maybe things are different than my childish perspective of the universe i mean maybe you're listening to this because you really don't know how to look at the universe you really don't know what it's all about and you don't see the purpose of it all and you're wondering how this all happened just like how you listen to other programs looking for more information trying to figure out what the world's all about what's going to happen with us so that you can be there in case something happens that you don't want it to and you can be prepared to protect yourself from such a condition from such a death now i can discuss about so many different mechanics of how this all works 
and one being this idea of what you think of as compassion or as these good attributes of a personality. And you think of compassion and how in this relationship you might be very compassionate. You might be giving and giving and giving and you might almost feel like you, you're the only one giving. And it starts to turn into a sense of getting angry about giving. Like I keep giving and I'm not getting. I'm putting all the work into this. Does that sound familiar? It seems as if it shifts and changes, but really it's that same idea, that same frequency, that the difference between compassion and giving and getting and receiving or the anger that you're not isn't any different but an idea that you could die that somehow this death sociably emotionally physically spiritually you feel as if you need certain things to be happy, be emotionally there and present. And so you feel like your partner needs to do certain things. Just one minute. Buddy. A big relationship in my life walked into the room. It's not romantic. My son, Atreyu, going on two years old, or is two, I just turned two. Oh, but. And you can see that with a child, it makes sense. Giving and giving and giving. You can't really ask a whole lot in return. They don't have much to do or to give. And why don't we think of our partner as a, an adult that can and is fully capable of it. We may not recognize that there is things just like in ourselves, a childish perspective. And as much as I, it sounds like I'm putting the responsibility on them to say, that there is still some childish perspectives in your partner. It is more about recognizing the innocence in them. Recognizing that they don't entirely know what they're doing, much like you don't. You're looking for information. You're looking on how to understand the universe, how to understand the world, you're looking for more, more information because you don't know it. So it's hard to be in a relationship and keep it afloat if you don't know what it's for and what it's to do. You might not completely relate on the same language. You might have different ways of expressing, even as your partner gives in a different fashion, but not necessarily in the way you want it. Just like you give in a way that you feel like your partner does want it. You're giving in that language they understand. 
Much like you're, you, you feel like the language of your receiving is not being met. So where is it in your partner, in your relationship, even as my son, being not romantic, and that I receive this experience and I'm receiving this desire that I had to have children and to experience that love and to learn those lessons that there is something I am receiving and that I'm in this relationship of whatever standard for a reason. Where is it that your partner believes they are giving to you? But you wish it was just in a different way, in a different understanding, in a different amount. It's hard to make it happen. It's hard to insist that they need to change. But possibly they don't know how they want it and maybe don't realize that you want it differently. In this same idea that if you did come from that perspective of recognizing that the whole universe, say God, in them, you would have a comfort about it of recognizing that there is no privateness between you two. That the same essence within you is the same essence within them, within everyone. And while they may know it, and they should know, and they should be able to read your mind as they are one with you, recognize that if it is that they are one with you, what's the problem with a pure, honest discussion about it? In this physical world and this objective idea of time, you're actually designed to not know things so that you can learn them. Without time, you would know everything about your life all at once. So it's divided up so that you can come into that experience a little bit here and there. And it's the same thing with a relationship that without learning, or without time, there would be no learning. And the fact that you want to learn more information or how to improve your relationship or rather whatever situation you're in is the fact that you exist in time and that you have an idea of what there is that you don't know. So communication is rather important between you and them so that you can have this learning process. That if you say the purpose of your relationship very well might be to learn lessons, to learn these lessons and say that when you die, you have learned these lessons. Now it's up to you and that totality of the universe what these lessons are for you. But it might take a certain humbling and relaxing and letting go of what you insisted was real 
to start recognizing and identifying with something new, something more helpful, even in this situation, dealing with your partner. Perhaps it's time to be happy instead of right. Perhaps it's time to be at peace instead of insisting that they close their mouth while they're eating or put the toilet paper roll on right or the toilet seat or any of these situations that seem so mundane. Perhaps it's time to take responsibility of your own happiness. It's not up to them. It's up to you. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful relationship. Have a beautiful life.